Hello and welcome to Electronic Ears with me, Fenner. Got some good news to start this week's show, and that is that Blamange have a new album out. It came out last month, in fact, I think. Uh, the album is called Mindset, and the opening track, which I'm going to play for you now, is an absolute banger, and that's called Mindset 2.
wonderful. The first, well, the opening track from the new Blumange album, Mindset, and that was, in fact, the title track. I'll be playing a few more from that over the weeks to come, I think. And a couple of weeks ago, I played a track uh, called Shedding My Skin by two guys, Stephen Jones and the marvellously named Logan Sky. And there's a remix on that EP of the title track. The remix is called New Skin. And do you know what? I actually prefer it to the original Mainly, I think, well, no, not mainly. I think on the original, the vocals weren't that strong, and this version just leaves the vocals out completely. But it just brings loads of great stuff in the music to the fore. I think it works really well. So, Stephen Jones and Logan Sky, and this is called New Skin.
Stephen Jones and Logan Sky and New Skin taken from their Shedding My Skin EP, which is available to download on Bandcamp, I think. Have a look around for that. Now, also a couple of weeks ago, I played a remix uh, of a Maps track. Um, Maps is bringing out a series of remixes of, of tracks from his last album. And the mix was done by a guy who goes by the name of Russian Linesman, who's actually returning a favour because Maps remixed his track, The Tregan Empire a while back, uh, which I absolutely love. And I think I like it more than the original. Um, it's funny how often that's happening to me with remixes recently. Um, so here we go. This is the Maps remix of Russian Linesman and of the Tregan Empire.
the Maps remix of Russian linesman's The Trigon Empire, which you can find on the album The Trigon Empire Remixes. Uh, now, I'm becoming quite fascinated by Richard Norris of late, the chap from The Grid, who's also an 80s music producer and journalist as well. And I was reading on his Wikipedia page and it mentioned a track that The Grid had recorded with Robert Fripp. In fact, it turns out they did a whole album in the early 90s called 456, uh, which I must go back and check out. But I did download this one track that they mentioned it was only released it was like an outtake from the album it was only released in 2014 i have to say i don't find fripp to be much in evidence but i do like the track this is called a Kabbalah sky
The Grid and Robert Fripp and A Cabela Sky, which is, I got that off an album called Night Shift. Uh, as I say, it was now take from the original 90s album 456 that The Grid and Fripp did together. Now, for numerous reasons, I seem to find myself being drawn back to John Fox's Metamatic album, which is the debut album he made after he left Ultravox, just immediately prior to Majeure joining that band. And... You know, at the time, I was very into Gary Newman and I'd heard that Newman was heavily influenced by Ultravox and by John Fox. So I had high expectations of the album and I was initially disappointed by it. And over the years, over the decades, in fact, I've gone back to it time and again. And it is a great piece of work. And this is one track that I've never liked the chorus of. And it's just put me off the whole song. But I've been playing it over the last couple of weeks and realising how much I like the music uh, and also just the verse. The verse is excellent. It's only the chorus, bizarrely, that lets it down. Although perhaps uh, John Fox could have done with an early version of Autotune. So taken from the album Metamatic, this is No One Driving. Yeah. 
That does finish well too. John Fox and No One Driving taken from his album Metamatic. Now, I was searching for a track last week on iTunes, I think, or on Sonos, and the search results I got back were completely spurious. I don't know what happened. And I, what came back was this band called The Golden Filter, who I'd never heard of, but as is so often the case in this huge, wide spectrum of electronic music, it turns out they've been going since 2008 and released about five albums. The track I came across was taken from an EP called Aya. Um, and at first I thought it was just kind of very generic-y, dance music and I thought yeah you know, it's not my, not my bag at all but actually over the over the week it's really really grown on me this track is called Black Spray
Меняет незрелые смоквы свои. Spray by the Golden Filter. Now, there's been a number of bands that I've discovered over the years. I've been doing electronic ears, and I always kind of feel in some bizarre way that they're kind of related to the show just because I discovered them while I was doing the radio show. And one of those is an act called Bit Cloudy. All his stuff is available on Bandcamp. And I think I've played pretty much everything he's released uh, on the show one time or another. Another track has come out this week featuring somebody called Forced Fun. Um, But the track itself is... I love it. I, I like all his stuff, actually. I think he's just getting better and better. But this track is called Purest Form. Can you explain I have so many questions building up in my mind. I need to know what they mean. I need to know what is normal. What is the norm? Do you break it down for me? In its simplest, purest form.
bit cloudy and purest form featuring somebody called Forced Fun. Now, it was my son who first got me into Declan McKenna. Um, he released, I mean, he's a precocious lad. I, this is Declan McKenna, not my son. Uh, I think he's 22 now, but he had his first hit with a track called Brazil when he was 16. And he released an album about three years ago. And in fact, the Minx and I went to see him playing uh, at the Brudenell in Leeds. And he was absolutely cracking. I mean, um, then I guess he would have been, what, 20? And he had this amazing band, great songs, and played some new material that was all really good. And it's been like three years, and his new album's still not going to come out until later this year. But he did put out a track um, which was just him doing kind of stripped-back versions of some of his songs. And I particularly like this track I'm about to play you now, otherwise I wouldn't bother playing it, would I? Um, the original is great, but this acoustic, or so-called acoustic version, just works brilliantly. This is Declan McKenna and Beautiful Faces. And as the earth returned to calmly dress itself in white We caught a glimpse of all the people going out tonight Yeah. 
Declan McKenna and the so-called acoustic version of Beautiful Faces, which you can get from his Zeros uh, EP. Now, I was chatting to a friend of mine uh, about a week ago, week two weeks ago, uh, on FaceTime, of course, in this lockdown time. And the topic of Brian Eno's track, No One Receiving, from his album Before and After Science came up. And that is a really interesting album. It's Eno's fifth album, I think. And it's kind of the last album he made where he adhered to any kind of rock format, working with rock musicians. Um, it's a great sounding album. Uh, I've seen it described as being a very cold sound, uh, but I think it's great. And as, although I say it's rock, it's still very, very kind of pioneering. Uh, there was, I think, one single from it called King's Lead Hat, which is an anagram of Talking Heads, who Eno had met and absolutely loved them, but had yet to work with them. He'd go on to produce uh, three of their albums, I think. Uh, this track I'm going to play you now from the album Before and After Science is called No One Receiving.
Brian Eno and no one receding from before and after science. He has one of those voices that harmonises marvellously with itself and it's very, very distinctive as well. Now, occasionally, often when I'm out running, I think about is there some kind of manifesto for electronic ears? How do I decide what kind of stuff I'll play on the show? Because I've got loads of albums and things and artists that I would never dream of playing electronic ears because they just don't kind of fit the ethos of the show. Because it's not just about electronic music, it's also about stuff that is, I think, sonically interesting, structurally interesting, stuff that you wouldn't necessarily find in the charts where there's something unconventional about the music. And one of the things I love about Nick Cave is that he's always had someone in his band who has made sure that his songs sound sonically different, whether it's Blixer Bargeld, <laughs> Blixer Bargeld of Einsters and Neubauden, or over the last, what, 15 years or so, um, the chap Warren Ellis, the violinist from Dirty Three, uh, who's really brought an interesting element to Nick Cave's music. And there was a period around the time he released an album called Nocturama where I really thought he'd lost it. And I think he might have sensed that as well because he formed a spin-off band called Grinderman, And that totally reinvigorated his songwriting. The first Bad Seeds album after the Grinderman project was the, tra- the album Dig Lazarus Dig, which is just absolutely tremendous. But the Grinderman album really, it, it, it's a marvellous album. As I say, none of the tracks really belong on the radio show apart from this one, which has got kind of Warren Ellis's style all over it just where he takes an odd sounding loop and sends it to Nick Cave who then amazingly turns it into a song so from the album Grinder Man by the band Grinder Man this is the track Grinder Man <laughs>
God, I love that. Grinderman by Grinderman from the album Grinderman and reminiscent of the track Night of the Lotus Eaters that the Bad Seeds would release as well. So one more track to play this week and it's by Blamange because when I went to buy the Minter album, I realised I'd missed an album by them. They released a follow-up to their 2015 album Nil by Mouth with a second instrumental album. And I have to say Nil by Mouth is a great title for an instrumental album, but they've released a follow-up imaginatively called Nil by Mouth 2 and... I just love it. I love Neil Arthur's stuff. I think he's got a really kind of sensitive ear, for want of a better word, to what makes a good tune. So even stuff that originally you think might not be up to much, you actually realise is great. And this track I'm going to leave you with now, uh, taken from Neil by Mouth 2, is called Neo Facets. But before I kick that off, I'll just say thanks very much for listening. Stay safe. I hope you'll be back next week. And until then, cheers. Bye. Thank you.